Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Hey! Hey! Happy motherfucking Saturday. Happy Saturday! Um, yes, guys, we are coming live and we are together. We're in the flesh together. We're reunited. And it feels so good. Yes! Oh my gosh. Can I, just, can I just, please, get in where you fit in, okay? Yes! Water bottles. And we're having a little champagne, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Happy graduation. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Girl, so how was your drive up here? It was actually really nice. My daughter spent the vast majority of it telling me how she loves me more than anyone but God. I was like, that is so sweet. Aww. I know, it was really sweet. I was like, she was like in her feels and I was then in my feels. Oh, how was your morning? Did you guys like, do you have pancakes? Like Brenda pancakes? No. Girl, I love this. Um, Jacqueline was over at her grandma's house last night. So she got here um, not that long before you guys did. Actually, that's what I'm talking about. So you had a night to yourself. I did. I did. What did you even do with yourself? <laughs> Period. What Period. else would you do with yourself? Like that good sound sleep when girl, you were cracking me up. You don't have a child here, and you're like, I'm not listening for anything. Mm-hmm. I'm like putting the TV up as loud as I want. Right. Because as a single parent, I feel like you. I can't. I feel like I personally can't just sleep hard like you want to because you're always on like, oh my gosh, what if something happens and she needs me or whatever. You know, or I can't hear her because the TV's on, or I can't take a sleeping pill, but mm, girl, out. girl, you were out. Well, you know what? Do you still, okay, so you know how we both like sleep, girl. Like yes. we are well-rested queens. Do you, so obviously I feel like when Maddie was born, I like, you're waking up because we both breastfed. Yeah. So like you would wake up naturally all the time. Well, then you have that natural, like, are they moving? Are they breathing? Yes. yes five years late almost six years later and i feel like i'm still like i still have a monitor in the room i'm like is she awake is she in bed is, is everything okay okay good. and i i go to sleep and i sleep well but i still wake up at least three times a day. i mean i go check on her like normally if i walk past her room because i walk past her room downstairs so i'll peek in there and stuff or... but like i mean like do you still wake up out of sleep sometimes i will yeah, yeah just and be i'll like, be like is she let me go see what she's doing yeah, and sometimes i'll walk over there and, and see what she's doing Oh. And she be sleep, but yeah. No, I, I do. I do, definitely. I'm like, if moms, that's actually a good question. If you are sleeping through the night still and your children are much older, let me know. Let me know if you wake up and you're like, is everything okay? Or, and you have to go check out. I want to know. Is it just us? Oh, is it the world? just crazy. Are we just crazy? Maybe. Oh, okay. oh maybe. <laughs> um, so what is new with you? Any updates for us? So just working a lot I'm trying to think well okay so there's one update but I feel like I can talk about it because I'm not sure what's going to happen um but no not really not really what about you I feel like there's always something new with you um what event are you going to what networking event are you having like what's what event are you speaking at well I just got well, we got invited to be on a panel for the arts and um, it's August 3rd at Scranton Cultural Center. And we'll, I'll be talking about kind of just like being an entrepreneur, starting a business, um, talking about like how do you network and how I started it. And um, yeah, just kind of like questions like that. I feel like I'm intimidated about by the other people on the panel 
Um, what do you mean? Well, because they're like like real professionals, you know, but like in a game. As opposed to the fake professional. No. Do you remember that time that you literally started a podcast and also like became an influencer on do you know how hard it is to become an influencer? (laughs) Everybody wants it. Nobody can really do it. You like literally do it. Like people are like, hey, try this protein out and tell us what you think and tell your followers what you think. Yes. Girl, I like we talk all the time on social media, but sometimes I'm still like yeah, why is your blue check mark in my DMs? I'm like, oh, it's Amber's okay, okay. You're blue check marked. You're verified. And, then, and they talked about that, like, to how do you become an influencer and, you know, getting more followers and stuff like that and everything. But I think what it is, is just people want you to be yourself, you know, and want you to be natural and, and kind of like show your personality. So that's- I agree because I feel like there are so many people on Instagram, girl, I die because they always say the same thing. They're yeah. Like, Hey guys, I just wanted to pop on here because this new lipstick and like a lot of you guys have been asking me what color it is and I'm like, everyone says the same exact thing. What must your personality be like? We don't even know. Right, right. Where yours is very, very true to your personality and like specific <laughs> and you're not just like, hey guys, let me just like pop on here. Right, because you have to, I think you need to show like the good and the bad. And somebody told me I have a good balance of like not just being fake for social media and not just like only showing the good things or whatever um literally i.e um pack a bag with me for the hospital <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's really personal yeah to be like this is what i like literally have it down to a science of what i'm taking with me to the hospital because i go frequently oh and like no, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm like i'm here for amber to like oh yeah down the hall to the right um i feel like that is showing the good, the bad, yeah. the ugly. And like, also like how many things you don't share because you're like, not like how many, um, like products you don't share. Cause yeah. you're like, I'm not vibing that. And like, thank you so much, but like, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and like, there was a guy that I started following on Instagram because he showed a video of him, like sleeping with the CPAP. And I was like, Oh my God, team CPAP. And like, <laughs> I hadn't seen anybody really show that and like show a video of them waking up and taking you know you see people waking up and they're you know to get ready for their day or whatever but like he had a CPAP and I was like I have a CPAP that's that's cool you know that somebody else has it and I I hate hate it because I look like Bane (laughs) girl not Bane girl oh it is it is ugly but it's something that a lot of people use and I don't think anybody really knows about it. Well, yeah. Well, and then like, it's so necessary because you hear people who like get on it and they're like, literally stop breathing for 48 seconds. That's horrifying. First of all, okay. (laughs) When I first got mine, the guy came to my house and he- Wait, is that normal? Yeah, they come um, to I don't know if you like like, in front of him. I feel like you always make friends. People like, hey, what's up? He was telling me, he was like, I want you to be like my third ex-wife. And I was cracking up. (laughs) It was so funny. He definitely was hitting on me. He was like, you're the youngest person I've ever like fitted for. Sir, that's possibly very kind of you, but please do not. Right. And I, cause I was like, I look crazy here. Like, don't try to front with me and tell me I look cute. Like I look <laughs> insane. For a CPAP. But so then when I first, the first night I used it, it was like, you um, stopped breathing. I think it was like 15 times. And I was like, okay, number one, I don't need this information. This is too honest. I don't need that. You want to send it to my doctor, send it to my doctor. But like, 
Loki, I didn't need that. I didn't need to know that. But I'm also gonna need you to be consistently wearing it because it's like you and your child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Gotta keep breathing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, my child, my kid is like scared of it. She's like, I can't come in here with this. Like, I'd be scared of it too. It's intimidating. Like this is keeping mommy alive. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> These allergies. Oh my gosh. So and I didn't have allergies as a kid. Me either. So to cats. And then as an adult, I'm like, my love. My eyes are itchy. Does everyone see this tissue? It's not for my nose. It's for my like tear, like why am I tearing? I couldn't I'm not upset. I'm not crying. It's just that you know the eyes leaking. It's something that I'm used to now as an adult with my like adult allergies. Oh, doesn't it I didn't know what it was. My eyes kept watering and they were like so itchy and they would burn. And I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, what is wrong with my eyes? And then I found out I had allergies. I actually had somebody ask me if I was diabetic. She was like, oh, your eyes always run. Are you diabetic? I was like, okay, first of all, bitch, no. Well, and I had no, I was like, are those like closely related or is it because I'm like, a large American, like where did that come from? Right. And she's like, oh, you know, because sometimes like that can lead to tearing. I was like, no, it's just allergies, but thanks for your concern. I've never heard that. I but mean, I I'm so mad about it. I would be mad too. Oh, are you mm-hmm. diabetic? What? Uh, are I you? Don't, like, I don't know how we. But I want to go back. But I remember <laughs> I was at, um, this was last year, and somebody came up to me and they're like, oh, you got bigger. And I was like, Ooh, hi, uh, hi, I'm Burke, number one, like, <laughs> you know, um, and I was like, thanks, and they're like, no, it looks good on you, and I was like, okay, well, just like, thank you for making me feel super, and I already felt self-conscious, because I just did anyway, and I had, um, like, a little crop top on, and it wasn't even, like, short crop top, it was, you know, whatever, but I already felt, like, self-conscious about wearing it, and then I was like, great, I'm going home. Uh, that's it. That's the night. The night's over. Yeah. I, who, who like actually says that? And you know what? I you know what I notice there are certain people, and I'm not going to say any names, but they're always like, "Oh yeah, so and so." And I don't know. Again, and like, not like I'm upset or I'm like, "Oh, like super like self conscious or whatever." My weight, but like they'll be like, "Oh, like so and so put on like some weight." And I'm like, are you specifically saying this to me because I'm a heavier person? Or like, why are, do you just- <laughs> Or is this like a conversation that you just come into? I never have a conversation with anybody about like, oh, like so-and-so put on weight. Yeah, that's weird. I would never, like, I would never. And there's multiple people who are not connected that will be like, oh, like, so so-and-so. And I was like, well, I'm not in the habit of talking about so-and-so's body. So like, I really okay, don't know. What they're going but yeah. I also like, but to be honest with you, I'm not paying attention to that so-and-so's weight. Like, I, like, you gained 30 pounds? I, okay, congratulations. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I think it's so weird. It's weird. Is it specific to me? The people come up to you and be like, Amber, so, so-and-so, like, gained. Okay. Gained, put on some weight. No, I haven't had anybody answer that. Okay. So it's just me. Great. My, my diabetic tears. <laughs> I can't. I'm so mad. I'm mad about it. <laughs> but people just need to mind their own business. Because, like, when, so... I think that's what it is. I am truly out here minding my own thing. Where I'm like, someone's a gaining weight? Someone's a diabetic? I would have Like, known. what does that have to do with me? Like, if someone wants to share with me, I'm here to listen. And like, I was like, I've noticed that, like, if somebody has put on weight or whatever, like, I'll 
like I'll randomly notice that um, being in college and seeing, you know, people go from freshman to senior and graduate and stuff. There's a good amount of people who put on a lot of weight during college and mm-hmm. it's stressful. Um, you don't have good food to really eat. You live somewhere where you don't have a kitchen, you know, you're eating in a dining hall and it's just. And you're more stationary too, because right. we're doing a lot more studying and like library and all that. As exactly. opposed to like running around. Right. And so I, so yeah, did I notice? Yes, but like. The end. Yeah. And I know what situation you're in. Like you don't really have access to the things that you really need to be healthier anyway. Right. You know? So it's kind of like, what do you expect people to happen? In summary, I guess I just know a lot of rude people. Well, yeah, you're by Philly. <laughs> I know. Ugh. It's disgusting. Girl. Girl. Um, so what is on our agenda for today? Okay, it's jam-packed. So I'm going to pull it up here. Oh, you didn't print your... No, because it makes noise when I... had to... Okay, when... So first of our episodes, you hear this like... That's my paper floating in the air conditioning wind. Oh. <laughs> I don't even have a printer. Girl. Um, okay, so Biden calls up the reservists. Ugh. Reserves. The reserves, yeah. I'm a, I'm embarrassed. I just said reservists as a military child. Pretend I'm like added that out. <laughs> <laughs> so um the US National Security Council, John Kirby, stated today, and this was like the other day that 3,000 military reservists, including 450 individual ready reserve, were called up yesterday, will soon be deployed to Europe in a logistics and intel capacity to support a major deployment of roughly 80,000 soldiers and airmen, which will be stationed in the region until further notice. Um, yeah, guys, not, not super great um, because once, you, once you're looking at 80,000 troops stationed somewhere, that's kind of like you're trying to be war stuff well so and especially too because i feel like and again i'm all about like helping countries like like as, as america we should when we can it is also concerning because of like china and russia's united front together mm-hmm. and their stance against it and they're already I feel like poking holes and looking at yeah. different like weak spots in the yeah. united states anyway and i would so, i agree with you because i think that like when Russia invaded Ukraine. It was like, did I want America to be involved with it and do anything? No. no. But also at the same time, did I feel like you needed to kind of quell that so then they don't go and just get all these territories and then, you know, are gaining more things and then like wreaking havoc on the rest of the world. The so, world. Right. So there's like a, a line, but I also I hate that America feels like they have to be the police to everybody. And, and like you're involving yourself in a situation that's like it's not just about Russia and Ukraine. You add China in there, who has, I mean, oh, they have a lot of people. They, <laughs> to say the least, they have a lot of people, and I feel like it is. It's it's really really scary, and I also kind of feel like not that this came up out of nowhere. Like there's been a situation with Ukraine. We've we've supported with trillions of dollars. No, no. <laughs> Too much money. Too much money. Billions. Way, way too much. Way too much. So like you, like obviously it's going on. Obviously, like we've both given to like funds for Ukraine, like trying like whatever. So it's not that it came out of nowhere, but I feel like all of a sudden when it was like Biden calls up the reserves, I was like, I feel like I'm on yeah. a roller coaster all of a sudden. Yeah. It's really disconcerting. And I feel 
like even when they're like, oh, in a logistics and Intel operations, 30,000. Yeah. Okay. Right. And also because then it looks like a power move too. Right. So then you have to wonder if they're going to retaliate because now we have all these troops over there and stuff, you know, but I know that Putin didn't just want Ukraine. Like he was no. trying to like take over everything over there. That right? And that's the thing with both China and Russia, the way, and like, I don't know what the word is. I always say like psychopathic, like I say that for everything, but these people in China and in Russia, the, 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 um, powers that be they're not like america they're not like they don't think like americans and they are out for domination right so like like for us we're like happy to just be like hey we're on top we're in charge everyone sit down they're not that way so like they're like want you to really feel it in your bones to know that they're in charge so it's really scary and then also too i feel i've actually changed some of my habits literally because of something Putin said he the man he was saying how like the west sits in front of boxes to like disassociate and to become like it's, we sit in front of boxes meaning tv yeah. at night to waste our time and to numb our minds and we are overfed and overstimulated and over um what's that word over entertained over everything and it makes us so weak and I was like, I literally a couple weeks ago, I'm like, I am not going to sit down and watch TV at the end of the day. Like I am going to like read a book. Like will. I'm going <laughs> But I also think like, though he just talks shit all the time. Well, he does. And Russia, no Russians like him. And I think, and they're not happy in Russia. You know but what they, I mean? And but I he's think forcing them. Right. And I think that's the difference is like we're even though you know we have divides in America on certain things or issues or whatever, like we're happy being Americans. Yeah. You know, there's none of us are actually like starving to death. Um, we have a lot of poverty, but not it's not like Russian poverty. Right. You know what I mean? And like poverty with no right to do anything about right. it and no support. And no support and no, and no and shelter, right, no nothing. Exactly. And like, but like part of that makes me feel really intensely even more disconcerted because I feel like the Russian people are so hard because they've been so hard because yeah, they have yeah. they're starving right they have nothing like you can't there's so you can't be anything over there like but like keeping your eyes yeah. down but I think Americans love for America is strong and I think that gives us so an, think it's strong? I do I think it gives us an advantage like we are going to talk shit about each other but yeah. the moment somebody else is coming over here like nobody like it's nobody's like brother and sister yeah, like exactly. I can say but you right can, exactly. like I dare you to say exactly so think, so well, and I'm I think scared. that they underestimate the drive and will of America because we're free like we're you know we're a free country and that's really important to us and I think there is a difference when you have a volunteer service military and then when you're like rounding people up on the street and forcing them to volunteer and you're to volunteer into your military but then like they're in poverty they're you know and I think it's a lot and there's a lot of people who were leaving well, because they didn't want to join a lot of people leaving Russia yeah well then did you also hear about the revolutionary like there was people oh there yes were yeah the the inside people fighting with Putin yeah stuff. like yeah. using that's what I'm saying because they don't like him. And Putin was like, they will be dealt with accordingly, just like a sociopath can say. Um, and they were, they were, they're like, we're not doing this. Like, we're not. Yeah. I don't know. So it's scary. If you pray, 
pray for our troops. If you don't send cookies, send good vibes, all the above. Yeah. This is, it's, this is getting serious. Yeah. And it sucks. Deployment always sucks. Being overseas sucks. Like, ugh. Ooh, I'm so glad they can't call me. Girl, no. <laughs> Delete my number. Well, I'm out of my four year extent. Like after, so after you get out, you can still have years on your contract. So when I left after duty, I was still in the ready reserve for like four years. Should I join the military? Girl, you, I don't know if I'd make it. No, because you you would want to cuss everybody out. And I know they'd be like, you know what? You're going on a three-year deployment and you can't call your child. I'd be like, well, that's it for me. Right. Can I, can I circle back and like pretend like I didn't sign up? Okay, never mind. We're not doing that. Screw that. I don't even know where that came from. I just, I'm concerned. Um, okay. So, oh crap. This was crazy too. So there's a lot of military things in this discussion. Yeah. So veterans quit as training mission for DeSantis state guard turns militaristic. So DeSantis decided to put together this Floridian army. Aren't right. And most places have this type of thing, but it's literally for like emergency disasters. Right, so, like all their hurricanes. Right, exactly. So he told people that this was for disaster relief and like you're going to be helping people. So a lot of people joined up and a lot of veterans joined. And then once they got there, they realized like this, they were lied to and it was completely different. And it said, um, many were told they could volunteer for a revived state guard with a non-military mission, help Floridians in times of need or disaster. And you know Florida be Florida. In disaster. Um, Instead, the National Guard trained the volunteers for combat. Khakis and polos were replaced by camouflage uniforms. Volunteers assured they could keep their facial hair were now ordered to shave. Um, they were doing drills on like repelling and going through the woods and all kinds of stuff. And a lot of the veterans were like, I'm not doing this. Like, I don't want to do this. And you lied to us about it anyway. And, you and said, also PTSD. Right. Why are we repelling through the woods and we have to just help people like get out of their homes if it's flooding and so a lot of veterans were quitting and veterans even were complaining and saying that they were being like abused and harassed in this thing and i'm like for a veteran to say they're being abused and harassed like what are you doing because it's gonna be that serious right because we've been abused and harassed before and people were told that they could like go to church on sunday and then now they couldn't go to church on sunday they couldn't leave and stuff like that. And when anybody was trying to ask questions and stuff, like they were then abused, like hazed basically and stuff. So there's a lot of people who are quitting this. And, you know, DeSantis just, he, Florida's economy is down. Florida's tourism is down. The NAACP released a statement for a travel advisory for Black people to not go to Florida. Um, did you know that he, so this man, Change the law to say that certain states' licenses aren't valid in Florida. Like driver's licenses? Driver's licenses. So he said that in <laughs> some of these states, you can be an illegal immigrant and get a license. And that is questionable at best. And so that yeah, he so you don't have a social security. Okay, yeah. So, so and and so then he's like, there's a whole list of states now that your license isn't valid in Florida. Like, what is that? What, what is what, that? What list of states and why those states? Because those states allegedly let you get a license if you are- um, An illegal immigrant. Yeah. 
Right. Hmm. It's very, very interesting. Very, very strange. Like, yeah. I like. I don't know fully what his like his thing is, but I'm going to tell you this: if you can't be forthright and upfront about what you're doing. So, like, if you want to do a militia, do it. Yeah, you're right, governor. exactly. But, like, let people know, like, you're coming and you're not leaving. <laughs> and you're not going to church on Sunday. And you will have to shave. And you, like, call it what it is as opposed to, like, like why? I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. how did it? So now you look sneaky. So even if you were doing something right. that a lot of people could get behind. Right. Now that you're being sneaky about it, you're going to lose a lot of trust with those people who you're putting in the situation but also with your general public. Cause they will be like, why are you lying to my man? Why are you lying right. to my wife? Like, why are you putting in this situation? So that's kind of, you know, and he's fighting with Disney and Disney brings in a lot of money to Florida and to their economy and stuff like that. And Florida has a big tourism economy and now they're losing money because people don't want to go there. Like people don't want to go to the state because he's so messy. And, it, and just doesn't like anybody, you know, um, and just be saying stuff like he, he says stuff that isn't true, like it's true. And then people believe it. And then they think like, you know, with the drag bands and stuff, and they think like, oh my God, I'm protecting kids. But in reality, he's giving you like these hypothetical situations, you know, oh, they could do this or they could do that, but it's actually not happening at that moment. And I just, I hate that. And I feel like that's just so dishonest i do think that part of him though like with doing that stuff like his i've heard no i'm not like fully versed on desantis like he's done some things that i'm like cool and then he's done some things that i'm like likes but um from what i've seen i think like that's the thing is kind of like you like we're looking at like where it's going so like if you're talking about i'm trying to think about like, how to explain it he's like talking about like okay so like I'm not just looking at what somebody's doing right now. I'm looking at what somebody's doing right now with what purpose, with what intent to do what later. And I think like some of his stuff with um, like the drag bands, he was like saying like, I don't want it to become common for children to be in sexual. But my thing is, is how long have we had drag shows and like drag queens and stuff like that in Florida? I've gone to many drag shows in Florida um, and like, how long has it been going on? And also drag shows are rated. They have ratings to where like it's, you're not supposed to bring your kid or it's for like, it's PG, almost like TV ratings for yeah. drag shows. Yeah. And they'll let you know, like if they're, if you see a flyer somewhere or there's an event, it will say like, this is for 18 plus. This is for, you mm -hmm. know, younger people or whatever. And so I just. I just don't know why we're bringing kids into it at all. Like, like, just like, 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 why are we bringing kids to drag? But again, like, are are we are are we really like bringing kids to drag shows? Well, because the whole thing was based off like one incident with one parent, and the actual drag and the parent show took the, child. the child and the actual drag show the parent took the child for wasn't a kid drag show. Like, the kid shouldn't have been there. And I see. Do you remember? I I wish I would say his name, the drag queen. I sent you this video where he was like. He's like, you're making us look like little predators. Right. Like, we're your kids not invited. Like right. this is an adult entertainment. And like, like, and say, like, and I always say that. So, like, and again, so who cares? If you're over 18 in the United States, who freaking cares? Right. Or 21, whatever you have to do. Well, make. now, so it started with the kids, but now in Florida, like you, if you want to transition as an adult, you can. You know, and I'm like, well, 
I thought it was about the kids. I thought we were worried about the kids. And my whole thing is like, trans people make up like 1% of the population. And there is so many things that are happening with kids that are super messed up that we're not doing anything about. And I just feel like it's a nothing burger. And there's other stuff that we could actually really well, and it feels like focus on. it feels like it's an everything burger because right. that's all you're seeing. And, that, and that's what people think, you know, and so people are thinking that like, you know, all these drag queens are out there and they're trying to, um, what is it? Not institutionalize, um, like brainwash your kids and, and, you know, indoctrinate your children or whatever. And it's kind of like, are they, or are they just living? We had this conversation with Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> I love you, Bobby. Shout out to Bobby. But like, and that was something that like, because I am team, like, I am team not bringing any children into anything sexual when they're under 18, period. Like, it's just not the place for it. Whatever you discuss in the privacy of your own home with your child is your motherfucking business. And that's where the place for it. Well, did you see, I don't know if you follow, um, the ratchet but uh the I rapper that I do. the rapper blueface and his original baby mom they had strippers at their house and they posted this online and there was like naked strippers in front of their one of the kids was sitting on a couch like in front of their children and then one of the kids went to go get a snack in the pantry the pantry didn't have nothing in it and then blueface comes in and says oh are you gay because you came in here and there's like booty sheets out there and you're not in there. Luckily, people called CPS on them. And, As they should have. You know, and stuff like that. But like, I just feel like that, things like that in a, like a hetero world are because there's more. And I think that happens so much more. Than yeah. Just like, you know. Yeah, like like with porn and stuff. Right. Like gay yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are we, maybe they're just not there yet. <laughs> but I think like, like, Something that I forget if it was you or Bobby who said it, because I was like, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying block the drag queens because they're drag queens. I'm saying let's block sexualizing activity with minors, period. Um, 18's the age, let's leave 18 the age. I feel like that is like a typical good age, whatever. And then I don't know if it was you or Bobby, but like somebody said, who brought the drag queen to True, the situation? Right, right, right. Because again, the drag queens are forming the, right. the libraries and George. So like, and I think like the and girl, you know what's interesting? You know who's typically like pushing for it? Middle-aged white women liberals who are married to men. But so, but but again, like again, so like we we talk about this all the time. But it's like putting the wrong emphasis in the wrong situation. So like again, like you're marketing or like pushing the fact that these drag queens are at this place. Who brought them to? Who brought the children into drag queens? Right. And then also, so that's such a bizarre, weird, hopefully like random, like rare situation. But when you do put it in focus as like, they're coming for our kids. No, the so-and-so's mom brought them. They're not coming for your kids. They're coming where the paycheck is. Right, right. And then also like, it's just, so anyway, all that to say, I see what you're saying. And I feel like it is like a weird situation. And like, why the, like, why are we making it such a because people are like drag queens can't go on the corner of the strip okay neither can strippers like why are we even like you're making it this thing like, like you're making it a, and that's what it is i feel like they're making it a thing when it didn't need to be a thing and mm. there's other stuff that we really could focus on and you know like we have but kids are still hungry right there's like four hundred thousand kids in foster care 
at any given time. You know, 75% of whom will disappear off the face of the earth and never go to college. 85% of whom are sexually and or physically abused. Yep. And that I had, I did a project on aging out of foster care um, in my undergrad. And I learned that how, I think it was like 30,000 kids a year disappear out of like, they age out of the system and they don't have a license, don't have an ID card, don't have any of that. So like, they just, they don't know where they are. And I was like, this can't, and I swear, I was like, this cannot be true. This cannot be real. Like this cannot actually be a thing. And I just kept looking and I was like, this is messed up. Why aren't we doing anything about that? Why aren't we making it easier for people to adopt kids? You know, instead right. of making it harder and taking away gay people from being able to adopt kids. Like there's so many kids that need a good home. Why are we not focusing on that and focusing on the abuse that happened? Cause I'm like, if you're in foster care, you're statistically just like gonna be a mess. Yeah. Like it is so rare that somebody comes out of that situation and goes to college or like is able to really make something of themselves because it's such a crappy situation. situation. And then also with that, the, I wish I, I'm, I'm unprepared, but I wish that I had the percentage, but it's an incredibly high percentage then of human trafficking victims who started out as at-risk youth mm-hmm. and who's the most at-risk youth the people that nobody gives a frick about because yep. they're in foster care and that person's just using them for the check that they get from the government. And like, how do you get into these situations? Somebody's like, oh, hey, like come hang out with me. Oh, hey, like gives them attention. The next thing you know, they're freaking trafficked in whatever the situation is. It's, just, it's such a such a horrible disaster, such a mess. Yeah. We really, there's so many things that we need to focus on. And we talk about this all the time. I feel like we're like, yelling about this and we're yelling about that but the real issue doesn't never yeah. never get dealt with and if you want to talk about the kids like let's talk about the kids let's talk about real issues that are affecting kids and not some percentages like right. what is the percentage of like of this situation right. affecting kids and then how many kids are at risk what let's look at take a real hard look and do another stat on foster kids let's look at what kids are um food insecure like look look remember covid they were saying like a lot of kids only eat at At school, the free lunch program at school. And then when school was shut down and then America decided that we're not doing free lunch anymore because we can afford it, but we can give Ukraine a whole bunch of money, (laughs) but we can afford to give free lunch to kids. And luckily there's states now who have stepped in and said like, PA for one of them, we are giving our kids free lunch and stuff, but like, how can you say you care about the kids, but you can't feed them? They literally legally have to go to school. Your kid has to be in school. They have to go there. And now it's like, we're not going to feed you. Well, and then also too, I think like, that's the thing. As much as the word agenda is thrown around, like this is a left-wing agenda and this is a right-wing agenda. Yeah, it probably is. But also don't ever forget, like both sides have an agenda and it always makes us miss the actual issue. Right. So ask questions, everybody. That was a whole side note. <laughs> the end of, we went down, but you know what? It was a path worth taking because no, it's, it's, I actually care about the, we care about the kids. That's right. why we are down this trail. And that's why it just frustrates me so. And there's like, I love to read comments on like Fox News or whatever. And it honestly breaks my heart because I will be reading them and people really believe that gay people and trans people are just out here trying to like rape your kid and it and it's such a lie you know and it's such a 
you're misleading people and people are scared, you know, and genuinely are like believing this. And it's, and it's wild to me. And it just, it made me sad when I read it. And I'm like, dude, these people don't care. They're trying to live their own life and pay their own bills and like do their own thing. And they're not worried about you at all. Well, like, well, and, but you know, here's the thing. I saw this video on TikTok, which made me do a deep dive. And it was like, um, it was like a highlighted reel of different um, gay couples that were found to have hurt their kids, raped their kids, molested their kids, whatever. Um, and so I went, there was like six of them on there. And it's like a legitimate fact, like turns out like police were involved, um, children were taken out of the homes and the, the gay couples were whatever. And again, like it just brings me back to how many people, which, okay, so that's real, right? But now we're highlighting it and right. making it into this yes. like, yeah. oh, the gay people are raping the kids. I, I wish I could tell, I don't, I, I don't know the number, but I wish I could tell you how many people I talk to on a daily basis of, I was molested by my brother. I was right. molested right. by my uncle. Right. My dad raped me. Yep. Like there's all these stories that like, again, I feel like they're no big deal because they're so common. Mm -hmm. So again, if you're going to highlight that, yeah, that did happen. And they did happen to be gay, but like, also how don't forget, more, like, right. Did it happen because they're gay or did it happen because they were probably victimized and now they're victimizing kids just like this guy over here. So again, agenda, agenda, agenda. I digress. And they say there's like a, like a fat agenda and like, cause uh, people oh, like it? fat agenda. So -T -T? like, yes. Like pretty hard and tempting. Hey. <laughs> so, so like Lizzo, people will say that she's like glorifying obesity and like trying to, she has like an agenda to make your kids fat. And I'm like, is she, or is she just a big girl living her life in proudly and she's, not ashamed of it? She's vegan. And, and like, isn't vegan super, but it's just, I feel like there's so many people who feel like you, people are trying to indoctrinate people when it's literally just them living their life. Is she telling you to be fat? No. Is she telling your kids to be fat? No. Is she like promoting any, you know what I mean? No, but when someone throws hate at her, she's like, okay, did not receive. I love this. And I, and I feel like that's what it is. And it's just like, oh, people are glorifying obesity. And it's like, no, people are bigger and you should love yourself. And if you and also go onto Lizzo's page, there's multiple, multiple, multiple posts on her ex excessively clean vegan meals. Also, her at a yoga right, workout. Right. Like She worked like, out. She does she a ton of- more than me. So like, <laughs> like, is she also overweight? She is. But like, is she telling you like, you know what you should do is you should be fat and right. healthy. Right. No, she's like, I think she gets a lot of hate. She gets a lot of shade and she's just like, not my problem. Yeah. I saw something, somebody was mad at mannequins because they had plus size like workout gear and somebody filmed it was pissed off. And then, and I was like, so we want people who are bigger to be healthy and like go work out. But then you're mad that they have workout clothes to fit them. What are they supposed to wear? They're, I guess they're not allowed to wear workout clothes. We like, know they that you be would cute. be so offended if we were in there with no clothes on. So can we get like a size appropriate? So you did not make clothes and then they're just going to be naked until they can fit in something? Well, and girl, you know, I always say this. I'm like, how is it 2023? And this is still going on. But like, it, it really does. And I'm not trying to associate like racism with fat phobia. However, you know how you were, you were telling me, like, this is just like going off of that, but yeah. you know how you were telling me, you were like, sometimes like people aren't outwardly like, I hate people of other colors. Right. 
but they'll say things that you're like, clearly you have some sort of issue clearly. because that was not something you would ever say to anybody else. You're specifically saying it to me because I happen to be a different shade skin tone than you right. are. And like, I see that because I feel like I know people personally who are like, like, I don't need anybody. Like I love everybody. That's great. But then like specific things, like, and I'm not sensitive <laughs> about it, but they'll say specific things to me, like AKA, are you diabetic? Actually, no, I have perfect cholesterol. Thank you for asking. Ooh, girl, I, have, um, I have high cholesterol. And my sugars are like beautiful. Like I'm in the green, sis. But like, is anybody looking at you and being no, like, they're not. Amber, are you diabetic? No, they're not. Amber, do you have high cholesterol? Nope. But when I, I think, tell people that I have high blood pressure and like high cholesterol and things like that, they're surprised because I'm thinner. Like yeah. I have an athletic body. And so it shocks them that Body, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> it shocks them that I, you know, because people just assume because they're small, you're healthy. Right. And, you know. What is that called? Um, un unconscious bias? Yes. Somebody was going after Meghan Markle and Harry, um, not Styles, Harry, Prince Harry. Yeah. The, the former, the, the, the Harry formerly known as the Prince. I don't know. <laughs> but they were going after them talking about unconscious bias. And it's like something that I'm like, I actually think that that's so interesting because there are little things in there that would sneak in that like mm -hmm. like they're not going to go out and say that they hate Lizzo for being fat but like you definitely have a problem with the fact of Lizzo poses in a yoga studio all sweaty from doing a workout but you do have a problem when she poses sitting eating like a vegan burger on the beach because she's fat and it's offensive to you right but girl it's almost like oh, oh. I'm I'm okay um but we do have something else that we have to talk about very yes. important we have to talk about our fashion evolution from skinny jeans to puffs. Yes. Because it's been an evolution. It has been. It's a different version of the same thing. You think so? Well, I mean, I feel like we have grown into different, like, we still wear a t-shirt and jeans, but now the jeans are a little bit more, like, they fit us better. And I feel like our t-shirts are probably more than 98 cents from, like, X and O. And they're, like, the cuts are different, but I feel like it's kind of the same thing. However... As you get older, and I feel as I've gotten more confident and more kind yeah. of like, I know I definitely like that. There's no question about it. I'm wearing it. That's why I'm always wearing a sleeve as big. When I walk into a room and I'm just feel like maybe that's why people have fat movie of me because I'm just big, like big hair and then my big <laughs> sleeves and I'm vibing. Like I'm like loving it. So I'm like, what's up? So I'm like big confidence. Yeah. And like, I'm here for the Pepsi. Like the bigger, the better. Yeah. Cause I was thinking about it and, um, I was like, you know, me and Chelsea used to just not wear dresses and like wear dressy clothes really ever. And we had to wear skirts at school, khaki oh. skirts, and we would still wear like our skateboard sneakers, our chucks, our boots, our combat boots. boots. <laughs> All worn in the perfect level. Um, I loved some of the boots I had in, in high school. Well, me too. That's why I wore them to death. Like I was like not not boots, but like like that's why I'm not changing these shoes out. My mom was like, they're not they're, like tiny, like they're. Yes. I'll never I'll die first oh my gosh period I was thinking and I was like you know with Y2K fashion coming back mm -hmm. um, um speaking of which I feel like your hair is very on point with Y2K yes. fashion yes 2000s and Roswell Maria wore hair like that no Roswell not the new Roswell Roswell the tv show oh, I love the, no I'm he, Max Oh my gosh, come on. And Liz, but I feel like Maria wore her like that in like circa 2000. I love that show. I so I still watch it. I have it downloaded on my phone. I was actually thinking about rewatching it. You should. And then I was like, oh, we should rewatch watch it together and we can FaceTime. And I was like, maybe I'll rewatch One Tree Hill. No. I can't tell you how many times I've rewatched One Tree Hill, but I never make it past like season, 
I finally like finished it and then I like I rewatched the whole thing and I was like I love this show so did much. you know any teenagers like that like Brooke Davis yes they there was just no parental supervision at all I did I did actually when I came up here um from where we live down in Jersey and there I was around like rich kids and stuff and yeah Is there was a ton of kids who their parents were never home like no I feel like my parents were never home but like we didn't even have I didn't even I got a cell phone when I was 16 for emergencies because my both of my parents had two jobs and they would stalk my life I was allowed to go out and do it you know the first time I had a curfew was when I went to masters I remember being like wait what yes I was like midnight yes and then I realized that nothing's going on in Rockford. No, like everything was at closed. eight o'clock. Right, so then right. I was like, I'm not right. upset about it. But I feel like, yeah, we were just out in the streets. We were. But being checked in on. But anyway, no, the fashion was. I feel like I dressed like Peyton. <laughs> like when I was in high school, that's kind of. Except my clothes weren't expensive. I like was always in like the thrift store t shirt, the yeah. jeans, yeah. and the chops. I love the way she dressed. With my big hair, don't care. And eyeliner just on the inside and lip gloss. Ooh, God, I and, love this and about 12 pounds of mascara. Bro, it had to be, it has to be dark. If I would have known about lash extensions, because at that point, I feel like it was probably like a $6,000 service. Oh my gosh, yes. If I would have known about lash extensions, nobody would have been, I feel like I would have been a different person. Like nobody would have been able to tell me not one thing. Oh my gosh. Not one thing. Done. But like, how do you think we got to cuff sleeves? I, for me personally, I think it's with confidence. And I love that. Like, I love a dramatic. Yeah. I think so too. It took me a while to kind of find my own style and then be comfortable with my own style and be comfortable with people not liking it, you know, and be comfortable with people looking at me with it and stuff like that. Um, that confidence unfortunately mm-hmm. came for me, like in my thirties where I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. where I was like, I'm wearing biker shorts. I don't care if I got big thighs, like I'm doing it. It's hot. Yeah. Here I feel like definitely it did um, for me. Like I definitely in my thirties, realized like and I needed like once I got out the military when you're in the military you have uniforms you have gym clothes and you have club clothes like there's literally no in between so when I got out I needed clothes and then I was working in the office and stuff and when I first was buying like office attire I bought things that I thought would be appropriate but they weren't necessarily things I liked and then that makes so much sense to me yeah and so then finally I kind of was like I'm going to start wearing stuff that I want to wear, like dresses that I want to dress in and everything. And, you know, maybe I'll wear a harness. Okay. You know, that's You never fine. know when you're going to be lifted up somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but I feel like it took me so long. And it's funny because my mom will be like, you know, when you were a kid, I couldn't get you in a dress. And now I love them. I love them. I love them because they're easy and you just put one thing on it. I don't have to touch anything. Well, for me, I have to put a bra. I have to put, uh, well, the, yeah, I have to put the dress, but then I have to like spanks on too because otherwise my thighs will chase me into flames but other than that it's like the one thing it's the one thing in the one pair of like spanks but and like with y2k fat okay do you know who tori kelly is she's a singer she can sing like nobody's business Kelly hair yeah 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 she's real into y2k and she's real into like anime and stuff i i love anime but i'm not you would love tori kelly when i was on Instagram it just popped up and I was like I thought it was a flashback I really like a flashback to like the 2000s I realized it was Tori Kelly and it's her newest music video think think like t- like two, 2000 and 2004 pop star walking downtown New York City 
<laughs> with like the massive parachute pants, midriff, tight top, huge yes. hair, pointing at the camera like this. Big that, pants, tight shirt. Big old skater shoes. Mm-hmm. That is literally what Tori Kelly was wearing. That's her new music video, like her newest music video. I don't know if I can. I can't go back to low rise. I can't now. Then I don't. I remember the safety shirts because my crack. Now, <laughs> now somebody would call. Somebody would call somebody. So like, well, what did you say? You had a high butt crack? Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, I have like a high. Like where I was like, I can't. I've sat down and my butt is halfway out of my pants, but when I stand up, they were like there. I used to wear like the lowest pants. I know. Like the lowest of the low and lowest shorts and everything. That's not that you could buy. There was nothing. There, like, that's true. There really there was, wasn't. There like, really was nothing. Yeah. Girl, now I'm thinking, I actually, okay. My, well, my friend's husband, my husband's friend too, their friends. He will go on and on and on. I'm like, show me you're in your mid-30s without showing me you're in your mid-30s. He will go on about how like disgusting mom jeans are. He's like, they are so unattractive. And he's like, I miss in high school yeah. when girls were wearing like and their from a lot of girls. Bro, he will start and like his wife is super trendy. So she'll wear like she's wearing like what like you know, like mom jeans yeah. or whatever yeah. cut. And he's like, I freaking hate it. Like, I hate the I've heard a lot of guys say that. They hate them. And I love it. I feel so (laughs) supportive. We We don't. Period. We don't. It's fine. It's completely fine. It is. Like, I was at a a party at my friend's house. And they're, like, almost all the girls had on mom jeans. And the the guys were, some guys were in a kitchen. And they were like, I hate those pants. Like, they're so ugly. Blah, blah. And it was just funny to me. I was like. Oh, you take your choice of moms because they're that's all, what you have to choose. They're from. all wearing them, and, and they're here, they're and they're not going anywhere. Right, like, and we don't really care. We, we don't. Do. But so, okay, so all that to say, you're with the Y2K fashion making its comeback, minus the low rise jeans, like the lowest of the low rise jeans. Do you remember mud? M dot yeah, U yep. dot mm-hmm. D dot D. I, did. I wore a lot of mud. Yeah, well, that's why that's and like you're you're like. <laughs> What do you call it? Your vagina scars? Like that's where the like jeans, like that's where the top was. Like if you pop, you might yeah. like me when I sat down, I'd be like, <laughs> I went to a conservative school too, so it was a problem. I was always in detention for my uniform. I was. I stayed in detention for my uniform. We we've had this conversation. I re- I remember like it was yesterday, you having a conversation, and I remember being like Amber. It's because your legs are like long and beautiful. It's because you have like a bigger chest and it's because you have like a six pack. That's why it's a problem. Like if I wore the same outfit, it's not a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry they hated you. They hate you because they hate you. Oh, ooh. Well, I, re- <laughs> I remember one time I was so excited because I bought my own uniform shirt and I bought an actual size that, I, that fit me. I had a small or like a medium or something. And I always wore big pants. And I got pulled to the side and told, like, I couldn't wear my shirt anymore because it was too tight. Or, like, I needed to buy a shirt that was my size. And I literally was like, this is, this is my size. This is my shirt. Like, this is my uniform shirt. And um, and then after again. that, I wore everything was an extra large. Like, literally, I had the biggest khakis and I had the biggest uniform shirts. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, no, I- but after hours, when we were running around South Street, it was low-rise pants, mm-hmm. a polo with a pop collar, and some dirty chaps. Yeah, Do you remember the onesies were big then, too? Like, they came back. 
Because I used to have onesies, like the um, like the one piece jumpsuit, like the shorts or whatever. I had one that was like terry cloth and stuff. Oh yeah, the shorts with the hood, the t-shirt, terry cloth, and they were and it was like one piece. And J Lo would wear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. And when they came back, I love them because I do, I do love those. The most like you were prepared for any sort of weather because you had a hood. It was terry cloth, but it was also shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. with some high socks what are those called like the, the with, yeah those and the um they had those stripes on top of them yeah oh the two socks. socks yes those are like the only socks i had there was no such thing as low-rise socks no because we had to pull them down to make ankle socks or yeah or wear tube socks i just don't have that kind of dedication no me either. That. thank god they made them it was thank not god, like, comfortable <laughs> no, wasn't. I feel like I was always uncomfortable. Like I was always like uncomfortable because that's how like the clothes were. Girl, girls. Are are thongs making a comeback? You think? I don't know if thongs ever went anywhere. I was like obsessed with thongs when I was in high oh, school, even though nobody was seeing them. Me too. But I like nowadays, like my husband and I will talk about this, and I'm like. I'm like, here, I'll wear a thong. I'm not sleeping in a thong. You literally couldn't even pay me. Like, <laughs> not no amount like of money. The only way I wear one is when I know I like I'm wearing something specific that you will see underwear lines. And even then, I still like. Well, I, who cares? No. Can I can I tell you? I'm wearing biker shorts right now, and I am not wearing no thong. So you can see the lines and everything. But they were they were big. They're big. They were big. I I used to wear a thong. And like, I look back at this now and I used to make all these perverted jokes all the time. When I tell you I was the biggest version, like I remember having this red thong and my mom was like, what the frick? Cause it was like save a horse, ride a cowboy. And yes. it was red and it was like a string. I and I, and have, I, I thought um, it was so funny. Have a thong that says save a horse. And I would say, I would, you know, currently, it's but I would say I had the, like all this crazy underwear. And like now if my daughter had it, I'd be like, why are you even joking? And I used to think it was so funny. Maybe because it was like so like not in my realm. Oh, I re- I mean like only I would literally like only wear. Yeah, girl. girl. No, <laughs> like no. Nope. It's like thong swimsuits too. Like remember like the eighties and early nineties yeah, have like all the like, like really high up here. That's like all it is. Yeah, I'm like I'm like I need a full coverage. Like nobody needs to see my little booty. Nobody needs to see my face. It's just little, little. So like it's not even. I just feel like. Like maybe if it was bigger and juicy, I'd be like, "Hey!" But I mean, mine's big and juicy. Remember that thing she got it that will swallow up a G string? Is that yay, <laughs> Kanye? I feel like I have that, but I wouldn't be like. That's why I'm like, I need full coverage, mom suit. I know one mom. She wears the cheekiest, and she don't. You know, she Girl, has I that one day. I she don't because so I took last, last summer. I took the kids to Dorney Park and we were there and I had on a, t- a bikini, like regular cheapies. And we were in the little kitty park and girl, all the other moms had on the ugliest. First of all, like they were ugly. Tankinis. Tankinis, yes. Floral, <laughs> like, and I'm like, girl, you are not 97. Like, get it together. So I'm walking around and people keep like, are looking at me. And then I saw like a group of ladies like looking and talking. And I, and I, I looked and I was like, oh. I'm the only one that has like a bikini on in here. Like so every other mom is. had on like a tankini 
or like some hideous one piece or like whatever. And I'm like, I'm walking around Dorney Park all day. We're in, um, we're in Wild Water Kingdom. So I'm like, I'm going to wear my bathing suit. And I literally felt mom shaped because I had a bikini on and I didn't understand what the issue was. Well, yeah. Like, I was like, okay. Girl, I'll tell you what the issue is. They hate you because they hate you. Well, period. And I was like, y'all don't have to wear that. This, no. Well, my friend was saying, like, I, to be honest with you, I didn't even notice her swimsuit. So she asked me like later that day, cause we were at the pool. She was like, was my swimsuit like too much? Like, was it? And I was like, I was like, girl, to be, to be honest, I don't, I right. genuinely don't know. Like I, you know, whatever. And she was saying how, her, I guess her, her husband obviously wasn't shaming her because her husband's like obsessed with her. Right. But he was like, you are the only one with cheeks out right. and like, right or whatever. And she was like, you know, she was like, when I tell you, I don't care. I mean, I don't care. I work out every day. This is a swimsuit I like. I look good in it. Right. That's what I'm wearing. I was right. like, bro, you better go on. Right. Like, I didn't feel bad about it. I just I like, I feel like I, I was just like, like, why? I didn't know what was happening at yeah and stuff and i was just like well really? it's one thing for a man to like ask a question and be like can you like wear that with your cheeks out and it's another thing for moms to be like yeah yeah you know the look guys girl i was getting looks and i was like guys what is wrong with my i love my cute little bathing suit girl you better wear hey w-e-r <laughs> well guys um thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful saturday and our wonderful video yes and make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media we are on tiktok at politics but make it fashion instagram politics but make it fashion one and our facebook page politics but make it fashion podcast and we will chat soon bye Javi Coffee, your daily grind reimagined. Instantly craft any style of coffee in seconds. Get 20% off your next purchase if you use code AMBER48138. Again, the code is AMBER48138. Go to javicoffee.com.